What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Someday a Wall Makes Sense. Wait till you see my dick. Oh. <laughs> Wait till you see my dick. Hey, bitch. Wait till you see my dick. I'm going to beat that pussy up. All right, guys. So. We <laughs> <laughs> start over. We <laughs> start over. No, that's fine. Uh, I'm back. Uh, haven't haven't podcasted in a while. It's been like two weeks, but uh, back by popular demand. Had a lot of people requesting this man to come back on my show, Fabian. Hey guys, how you doing? And uh, first of all, Bruno, I want to tell you that you are one of my favorite podcasts out there at the moment. I think you've been doing a great job, honestly. Um, I've listened to all of them. I didn't complete all of them, but mostly listened to all of them. And uh, you and Joe Rogan, to me, you're up there in my. Uh, I'm coming for life. you, Joe. I'm coming for you, Joe. You're doing great. I just got to get the guest he has because I'm repeating guests after five. That's okay. I have five so friends. Elon Musk. I have five friends. Me and Jesus. Next week, Jesus is back on. <laughs> and then Susan. And uh, yeah. Uh, no. I'm here now. Somebody introduced me. Oh, shit. Susan's here. Oh, Susan's here. No, no. So uh, yeah, Fabian's back. And uh, it's crazy. He's uh, our most listened to guest. Uh, most listened to track. And, uh, yeah, people love your voice. Just people love you. Hey. For some reason. I don't know why. Like, what's up with that? What's up with that? (laughs) What the fuck is up with that? My question, no, my question is, Fabian, you're probably one of the most likable people I know. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of people like you. I was actually having this conversation with Susan the other day. I was like, within people that we know, like, when we see people, talk to them, like, people get really excited when they see you. Like, oh, there's Fabian. They get pretty loud. It's like, what do you think it is? Is it something you're doing? Because, like, when people see me, no one's cheering for me. It's because you're not hype. Yeah, I'm not too hype. But, but you know what? Here's the thing. When I see you, <laughs> I am cheering for you. <laughs> I'm leaving. And I do feel like that. You are, every time I see you, you're, you know, you're the, one of the coolest people in the world. I quit bullshitting with this. So, sorry, sorry. Okay. Why do people like me? No. Um... I have no idea. Because I feel like you've gone through like a little bit of a transformation because we're at, I was at home. Uh, I went to my parents' house on Mother's Day. Okay. And I was talking to my mom. We're going through like pictures and, and photos and she has all kinds of albums. And I was looking through all my photos. Of, we went to Lake Tahoe and she was like bringing back all these memories and we're talking about it. And my sister brought you up too. And we're talking about like wedding planning and shit like that. And then they brought it up like, yeah, Fabian used to be here all the time and fucking have dinner all the time at her house yeah. it's like okay i haven't thought about that in a while then my sister was like yeah he used to always like pick on me not pick on you but like you had a, like a brother sister thing with my sister yeah. i guess and she used to like you guys used to go at it a bit and like like before like people like you were kind of you know you went through a little transformation was i a pest <laughs> are you saying i was a pest to you well, and your family <laughs> you i never knew i had anything against your sister <laughs> Never talked to her. I thought, no, I don't know. She was like, yeah, 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 I remember, like, you used to go back and forth. And then my mom brought something up about, like, when we went to Lake Tahoe. Because you went to, you used to go to all our family trips. It was, it was the family trip I would go on every year. Yeah. (laughs) Just even for myself, you, my family trips were going with you. So thank you. Yeah. And your family. Oh, thanks, mom. And we went to Lake Tahoe. And I remember, I saw pictures of that. I was like, oh, shit. I remember that. But. I guess we kicked all the girls out of the room, and we got our room. Sorry, Mommy Chella, we kicked her out. <laughs> she didn't have a bed. What? <laughs> yeah. She's, Your grandma? 
Yeah, I guess my mom said that. She was like, yeah, you guys kicked all the girls out and made them sleep in the living room. And then me, you, Raymond, and Andrew got a room, yeah. I guess. I don't remember that. I don't know. I don't remember that either, but I guess she, she remembers that. But it was yeah. interesting. Just yeah. seeing your growth as a person over the last couple of years has been it's kind of a transformation, would you say? Um, I mean, for myself, I don't think so. I think uh, I've always kind of been the same type of person, but from what you're saying, I wasn't was disliked by your fan no i don't know no you weren't disliked by anyone everyone loves you oh okay um well thank you for saying that that's one of the nicest things you've ever said to me oh shit but uh and thank you for saying that on this podcast but uh i don't know i think i get along with a lot of people there's not too many people that i don't get along with i find cool things about you know everyone i think everyone has a cool story or a cool background and it's interesting to me i've had uh nerdy friends I've had people, I mean, society would think they're cool, so cool friends. I've had dancer friends, and I've had people who are regular, just regular average Joes as my friends. But uh, I don't know. I, I think I get along with most people. But when there's somebody that I don't get along with, and I think it's very rare, I think those people are usually mean. And I think other people don't like them as well, which accurate it's okay so it says it's accurate but i think think i do get along with most people but i have no idea why people feel the way they feel about me but i think i'm a pretty nice person and i think a lot of people are super cool too yeah so i think i can make friends easily um but i think the same about you know you i think a lot of people like you and i think you have other friends that i don't have and i think my friends like you know kim i think he's awesome i think people like him and brad people like him, Paul, whatever, Kevin. I have a lot of, I think, cool friends. Um, I think everyone has interesting stories and stuff, but yeah. yeah. Well, why do you think yeah, you get know. along with me so well? Yeah, I don't know. I think people say that you're really easy to get along with. Like you're, you, you, someone had a phrase that saying like, when you go up to talk to them, it's like you've known them for years. Yeah. And it's like not like a weird, awkward conversation. You know, when people meet someone, you have like that weird small talk. Yeah. But I guess when you talk to them, you have like, oh, I've known this person for the past five or so years. Yeah. Like, how do you create that? Is that like part of like what you, like when you go out to a specific place, yeah. like, do you know what you're going to say or do you just like, how does this just come natural? Yeah, I mean, I don't plan on doing that. I'm very big fake big phony <laughs> so I'm just trying to get you, people to you, like me you, you. trying to get Instagram yeah. followers you in the back definitely hate you <laughs> no I don't know I just think honestly I think uh, it's about communication yeah everybody's cool I think honestly yeah my if I'm hanging out with my friends and they bring a friend along that friend is most likely a cool person because they're I mean to me they're my friend's friend so I think they have good judgment my friends have good judgment um but yeah i mean i don't know i have no idea but thank you for saying that it's very very nice of you yeah i think it's part of the positive mindset i think having a positive mindset of whatever you're going through or open mind like do you like what do you do to like create that mindset for yourself of like because i feel like you go into situations pretty like i don't think i've ever seen you mad yeah pretty much or like grumpy either like you're pretty like in pretty good spirits most of the time like what is that like has there already been any experiences of your life where you've been mad no no not been mad where like you feel like you need to like you're just in the spirit space of like i'm just gonna 
not be mad why do i need to be mad for um no i mean i feel like i don't get mad too easily probably because i'm always high oh. <laughs> that's the second question i had because i wonder that too because i don't smoke yeah but uh like most people who do are pretty fucking happy i mean i do smoke I, I would say i do smoke uh, i'm an average smoker but I, I think uh, even before I started smoking, I, I probably was the same type. No, of person. actually, it is a smoking. It is a smoking like you became actually. way cooler in college. <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, marijuana has helped my personality tenfold. That's a secret. That's a secret. It's like Seth Rogen's super cool as hell. All yeah. those people that smoke. That's it. That's the science. There you go. Smoke Answer's weed done. every. Do you like Snoop Dogg? He's a, he's a legend. It's a man. Suze, do you like Snoop Dogg? I love them. Well, of course. There we go. <laughs> Do you remember the first time you ever smoked? Um, or like, I, what I, got you onto that? I believe the first time I smoked Bruno was with, I don't know if you were there. It was with John Godoy in year. It was in high school. I was probably 17. I went to a party, and I smoked at the party outside, but I didn't feel any of the effects. So, no. I mean, that was the first time I smoked in high school, but I didn't feel anything. And then I remember in college smoking, being in a car or something like that. And I remember being like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I just felt cool. Things were funny. Um, I think that was the first time I smoked was in that car in college, but I don't remember. So, no, I don't remember the first time I got high. But uh, I remember liking it when I was in college, and I haven't, like, stopped liking it. I think it's pretty awesome. Uh, I like to smoke with friends and have some deep conversations. Uh, I like to smoke and watch movies or play video games or even exercise sometimes, do some yoga. Huh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I do like smoking weed. And I do hang out with people. Cameron Paul taught me how to smoke weed pretty much for the first time. So thank you, Kim. Uh, I'm a drug Thanks, addict. Thanks, Kim. I am. <laughs> No, we can't stop. His lungs are horrible now. I have to pretend I'm happy all the time. That'd maybe cool. that's it. Maybe people just no, need maybe... to smoke. Do you think more people need to smoke? Yeah, I think people could do whatever they want, man. If they don't like to smoke, you don't have to smoke. If they like to drink, you could drink. Um, do I think people would change if, you know, I think if they've done like a strong psychedelic, yeah, I think it would change their mindset. It could change their personality a little bit in a positive way, I think. Uh, but I think every individual is different. And some people don't like to smoke or do drugs or some people don't drink. Um, some people like to exercise. Some, everyone's different. Um, so no, I don't, I don't tell people to smoke. Yeah, not everyone. But how has it impacted your life? Smoking? Like on a daily, currently, how does it benefit your life? Uh, I think it just makes like food taste better sometimes. It makes... Movies look cooler. Games look cooler. It gets your physical physical connection with somebody could be enhanced in a positive way. Possibly, uh, you could laugh at things more. You could chill chill your body. Gets a body high, so you could feel relaxed more sometimes. But you know what? There's times I smoke to this day, and I get anxiety. A little bit of anxiety. I get a little you know negative thoughts in my head. And it can be pretty strong. So there's a counterbalance to it, um, like everything. Uh, do I think it could be negative sometimes? Uh, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, when you're scared or anxious. I mean, if you smoke before and you've had that negative feeling before, you know what I'm talking about. But maybe you could learn from that too. 
Uh, sometimes, you know, I could smoke and think about, hey, maybe I need to call this person. And it gets a little intense, like, ah, I'm a bad person. I haven't called this person in a while. I need to fix that about my life. And then usually I would call that person. Sometimes <laughs> I just, like, when I'm back to normal, um, my mindset changes. But uh, they could do that to me, too. Makes you kind of reflective. Makes you reflective a little bit. How, how do you feel sometimes if you smoked? I never smoked in my life. You've never <laughs> smoked in your life? <laughs> never have in my life. Okay. Uh, no, I don't know. I've never really been into it too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so I don't really know as, a, as far as a daily basis. Who's your I'm... weed pen back? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, seriously, I had this. Susan bought this for me I'm for... Uh... No, it's all right. Susan bought it for me for... Valentine's Day and because he kept asking for it yeah because I've seen people <laughs> with it it seemed convenient yeah but I don't know sure if it's the type that it is it didn't seem to you know I don't know if it has any effect too much like I don't yeah. feel like maybe I feel like my problem is I romanticize things too much yeah. where I see like you know people who I who I really admire like fucking Seth Rogen yeah. like oh my god Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen I love Seth Rogen he's cool yeah he's such a cool guy and yeah. that guy I see him on Instagram, he's doing like pottery shit, and then he's like, yeah, I smoke weed, and I come up with these ideas, and blah, 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 and I'm like, all right, that sounds like all interesting and stuff, but so far from my experience, I haven't really had like a, I I romanticize this idea where like, if you're going to do this substance, then it's going to make you that much more creative, or that much more something, but I I don't know if that's been the case for me, I haven't really tried that yet, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, sometimes when I smoke, I don't feel, like, super different all the time, you know? It's like maybe somebody who's who drinks a beer after work or drinks two beers. It changes them a little bit. Slightly. But it's not like they get drunk. Yeah. So that's how I feel about smoking. I feel like, uh, you know, I play around and say I smoke a lot. But, I mean, when I do smoke, say, during a work week, <laughs> it'll be after I go to work, after I hopefully work out or go to a, a jujitsu class i mean last year um after i go to a jujitsu class and then after i make dinner before i eat maybe i'll take a puff you know maybe a puff or two and then i'll watch something unwind and go to bed but it's not like i'm smoking like a joint or bong a bunch of bong hits per day it's not like that at all it's just very pretty minimal um now in college maybe it was a little more but not even too much more um so yeah i would say it's like a hit or two at the end of the day, Monday through Friday, and then whatever Saturday, Sunday comes. What to do, baby? Am I right, Suze? <laughs> what to do? You know, you could just do whatever you want on the weekend, but yeah. I mean, Monday through Monday through Friday or Sunday night, I'm not doing anything like that. You know what I think is interesting is that I feel like like guys, we do substances or we drink or something. Oh, vices. Yeah, we have some sort of things, but I feel like I want to get Suze's input on this. Like, girls, I don't want to generalize or anything, but, you know, they're not drinking. (laughs) Like, I don't see Susan drinking beers, my mom, or certain ladies who are having too many beers or, you know, I'm hitting, like, drinking a beer or anything. Yeah. What is that within the the male? I don't know. I agree. Like, we drink and females aren't kind of, they're not hit by that temptation or that, that urge to, like, let me open up a beer. You know, well, before Sue's talks, my girlfriend, who I live with, last year I've lived with a woman, um, she doesn't have those things that I have. She doesn't have to. I mean, she'll smoke with me every once in a while, and then, but she doesn't come home and light up a joint or 
pour a beer, you know, she just doesn't do that. I'm like, wow, like, what do you do? But she, I don't know what she does behind my back. But no, she goes to work, she comes home, and then maybe she'll exercise, and she just like watches TV. She doesn't need any vices. My mom, never seen her drunk. Um, is everything good? Yeah. yeah oh, so. my mom, I've never seen drunk. Uh, yeah, I don't think, I think they're different species. Susan, so, sorry to interrupt. Okay. <laughs> I drank a lot throughout my 20s. Yeah, you did. I literally, when I was like, 19 I used to send my mom to the market to buy me wine bottles and she would buy me wine bottles and I would my form of unwinding after work as I would go into my room have like two big glasses of wine and just fucking vegetate and then I did that throughout like until I was like 26 there goes your theory bro no but now like now like you have a whole fridge full of white claws and Love they haven't class. been touched in the past like two weeks or certain weeks. It's like very rare. Uh, like I, even if we go to like parties or something like that, there's like you see the boyfriend's the one who's usually drinking or the girlfriend. It's like uh, maybe I don't know. Tell I me, think explain. it just depends because for me, I don't really see the point. Like before when I was younger, yeah, I'll fucking drink like four times a week and I'll drink like five beers every time. But now it's kind of like I don't really see the point in drinking so much if I'm not going to get drunk. Like, I, if I'm going to drink, like, I better fucking make it worth it. You don't even like, like, a nice buzz? Um, but if I get a buzz, I'm the type of person where it's like I, I'm just like all or nothing. Oh, okay. I can't be like, oh, I feel buzzed. Yeah. Like, I, it has to be like. Oh, I'm buzz, bitch. Let's take this to the next level. <laughs> like, I want to enjoy it. I don't want to feel like, oh, my God, I'm buzzed. Oh, my God, I got to come back down. But, you know? Yeah. Like, I just, for personally, for me, it's like, I could have a drink. You know, I could have, like, one White Claw. But if I'm going to have it, why not have two? Why not have three? Why not have four? And next thing you know, it's like I'm having a good time. So that's why I don't do it anymore. But as far as a regular basis, maybe do you think it's, like, health conscious or... Uh, or is there maybe, like, not the pressure from other females or it's not in embedded in, like, a in the culture of, like... Because I feel like beer specifically is more, like, a male-dominated culture. I think girls like beer, too. But yeah, they yeah. do. Beer. Right? As yeah, far as, like, guys. craft beer, yeah. love breweries... It. Love it. Brewers. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah, I'm not saying... I'm not saying I'm not no saying one does. Them. But it's like definitely a male-dominated sort of thing. Yeah, well, I think, like, I don't know. I think it just depends. Like, everyone has different, like, it sounds weird, but they have different, like, taste palettes. And maybe, like, you don't have to have beer, but there's, like, plenty of women who, like, go home and have, like, glasses of wine, you know? Or yeah. they have that thing, and that's, like, their little niche or whatever. But I don't really know if it's, like, health-conscious, but... I think at some point you maybe just are like, I don't really need it. Like, I just don't feel like I need it. And, like, for me, I had, like, two White Claws, and I hadn't drank in, like, two and a half months, and I had a hangover with two White Claws. So I'm like, I don't want to wake up with a hangover over two White Claws. So it's, like, not worth it to me, but, I mean, that's just me personally. But, like, oh, but, like, smoking... I think there was plenty of times, I think there was one time we went to Coachella and Spencer gave me a pen, Yeah. 
and I took it home and I would just smoke that in my room and I would like listen to music like that's like what I prefer if I'm gonna have like a mellow like I like just smoking and listening to music in my headphones yeah. and that's awesome. it. I don't really you know yeah but maybe it's a health conscious thing I, I don't really know but for me personally it's not it's just like I don't really see the point unless I'm gonna fucking get shmammered yeah <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. That's kind of an extreme, though. It's kind of like, yeah. eh, this or I'm all or nothing. All or nothing, yeah. I mean... Because me and Berno, we could watch, have three beers and watch a Laker game and not be drunk, right? But yeah, be pretty we just good have buzz. high tolerances. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what it is, too. Like, I don't know. I just think, like, do you... Maybe for, for me, I don't want the hangover. So I know, like, after two or three wide claws, I'm going to have a hangover tomorrow. Oh, okay. So it's like, do I want to be hungover tomorrow? Like, not really. Is a white claw worth it? Not really. You know? And then when we go to parties, you're always the one who's like, I want to drink. So then I'm like, well, obviously I'm going to drive home. Get an Uber. That's why we get Ubers. We never take Ubers. Just kind of let her always drive. Thanks, Real quick. (laughs) What percent of males do you think are... Addicted to heroin, talking about vices. Oh. Heroin compared to women. Heroin? Yeah, like an extreme drug. I have no idea. Say like five to one? No. I have no idea. Leonard, look that up for us. I think men and women, when it comes to like meth and heroin, it's pretty equal. Do you think so? And I say that because I know many people that are women in my past that would choose to do meth so i mean i think it's 50 50 yeah i think the hardcore drugs um it's a lot more likely that it's i don't think it's just like a male dominated thing i think people do it it's just a lot more low-key like no girl's gonna be out there being like i'm a meth addict i'm a heroin addict like i drink three beers every night like you know i think it's just like it's more low-key and Obviously, you don't want people to know that about you. So it's like, you know, oh. Sorry we got into the meth talk. What are we talking about <laughs> weed? Yeah, I got dark soon. It's weed. It's like it a, a you asked drug. it. It's like a dare. What a gateway drug weed is. This is a dare campaign. You were like. <laughs> Let's say Who's heroin. Who's to meth? What's the percentage? Uh, you said heroin. I just. It's got dark. Right. This okay. is a children's show. But yeah, I mean, I think smoking weed's cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Susan, I think she thinks it's cool. I think you think it's cool. I think it's okay to say that it's, it's cool. Legal it's, legal. it's legal. Well, even when it wasn't, doesn't mean it wasn't okay to do it. Yeah. You know. I recently I think it was still cool, but yeah. it's just there's a stupid law on it. Doesn't mean it's not cool to do it. But people have this bad, you know, it's a level three drug or whatever. But I just, I don't know. Society. It was always cool. But yeah. Now I guess it's just like uh, we could do it now. It's more. You could talk about it without. It's more being in the worried. open now. Yeah, I mean, it's the same as drinking a beer, I would say. No? Yeah, Not the same exactly, I think so. But... I guess it looks different. It has a different look to it. You're smoking something, inhaling. Yeah. Versus beer, it just looks kind of like a beverage. Yeah, so yeah I but it, it. I guess it just, like, it still goes to your liver, and then smoke just goes to your lungs. No, I know that, but I guess just the physical appearance of it. You think we're used to just seeing it more? Like yeah, it's super drinking. common. Yeah, yeah. Super it's like they're not going to sell weed at the Dodger game. They're going to sell Micheladas. Imagine that. Left field pavilion just filled with smoke. Wow. How far away is that? Say like four years. I think they'll have smoking sections, but not in the 
in the, in the stands, yeah, because yeah, there's families just like and cigarettes. Shit. Yeah, but I think you could yeah, eventually sure. go to a smoking section. They're not going to say stuff because I've been to a Dodger game before and I brought the devil's lettuce. And I went to their smoking section and I mean I didn't do it in front of a a worker there, but I think it's pretty. Open. There's a concert zone outside lands. Didn't allow it, but they had a specific section dedicated to smoking or learning about it, and uh, it was the first festival to do that. And so, a lot of people at Coachella were thinking about when is that going to happen there? Now that it's legal, this is all sorts of rights and different things. Federally, it's not legal. Yeah, California maybe. Um, yeah, that'd be interesting when it's more out in the open. But now there's lounges, the Hollywood one. Okay, let's take it to the next step. After weed's legal for 20 years and people aren't used to that, do you think it's going to be normal to take a, a dose of mushrooms or a dose of a line of cocaine at the club? Do you think that's always going to be no because it could kill people? Well, mushrooms actually, I don't think it does kill people. And cocaine, I think it, you could for sure overdose on cocaine, but, you know, it's just, we're just trying to party here. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yeah. trying to go off Tony Montana but I mean do you think oh in the future God. one of those things is going to be open up? I mean how long did it take for prohibition or alcohol to go to the weed how many hundreds decades. of years of that yeah, yeah. and so All right. I mean it's going to take a long time because weed so isn't socially acceptable mm-hmm. everywhere and that's true so it's going to take a it's going to take a while but I think more stuff is out there information is out there we just saw that uh, fucking LSD Netflix movie. Yeah. Did you watch it? No. It's a documentary that just came out yesterday. Basically, a bunch of celebrities talking about like their trips or their most memorable trips or recommendations. On LSD? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was like Sarah Silverman, like every comedian possible. Oh, wow. The kids from Workaholics. They're not kids, but yeah, the grown yeah. men from Workaholics. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sarah Silverman. Uh, well, Bilber. it was like acid, mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they're all, that's very interesting. Like, because it is, everyone does have an individual experience that's, each one's probably awesome in its own way, you know? Like, not asking if you guys did psychedelics before, but I've done psychedelics <laughs> before, and it was, I would say, one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had. Uh, one of the most memorable. Uh, I feel like my brain expanded a little bit when I did it. I'm talking; it was mushrooms mainly. I've took taken mushrooms twice, but the first time I took it, I felt like I've gained a new knowledge of this. Uh, it sounds silly, like universe. Like I've seen a little bit. I felt like, oh, there's more out there than I used to think, you know, an hour prior to doing the mushrooms. Um, so I think, yeah, that's, I think everyone has an, I would love to hear everyone's individual stories of what they saw when they were on it or what they felt when they were on it. But yeah, it's, it's an interesting topic. Yeah. I was listening to where, well, I was listening to a, a podcast, not a podcast, a YouTube. Yeah. Donald Glover, he did yeah. it. Yeah. And he was talking about simulation theory. Okay. Um. Let's do it. <laughs> I also, Let's talk about. I also learned about. I was talking to Elon Musk. Not talking. I was talking to him. He was on my show. Was he on your last show? Yeah, yeah. Elon. No. Am I following him? No. He was on the Joe Rogan, and they yeah, were yeah. talking about it as well. And uh, just the idea of it. I I went down a rabbit hole of Google and started googling it. But what are your thoughts on the 
the simulation, simulation theory. Do you theory. want to explain it to people before we talk? Uh, I don't even know how to explain it to be honest, because okay. I did a quick search on it, and it makes, from my perspective, my understanding, it's basically there are some people who are far advanced in technology than us, yeah. and they are those beings who, and we are the ones who are in some sort of simulation, yeah, and they're just technologically advanced, so far advanced, and they're it's kind of like The Sims in a sense. So we're The Sims. We are The Sims. From, okay. from that perspective i don't know if well, there's other theories this is what I, I i don't know what i believe in but i know what i think about like the existence of the universe i think whichever story you say is real to me is crazy like but one of them has to be real you know if you say that there's a guy in the sky and he created the world in seven days and uh the purpose of humans is to um, you know, spread his word. I would think that's a crazy story. But then if you say there was a, a big bang that happened 100 billion years ago, I don't know how long ago, whatever billion years ago it happened, and now we're here, you and me talking on this podcast, talking to our friends online, the idea of that, that all happened as an accident or a, some miracle, I think that's just as crazy, you know? So I don't know don't know what the real beginning of us is the simulation theory that i heard about like we're in a simulation maybe when we die we wake up and we're in this other world yeah that could happen i mean i don't understand what dreams are you know i don't know if that's when we sleep or going in our real world i don't understand a lot of the stuff but if we're all just a simulation does that mean like you and i are even real are we real are we real if we die do me and you individually wake up in another body and we're just the avatar in this world so either way i don't know but i know that you know every hundred years or whatever humans learn more and more but then they're always proven wrong from the previous hundred years you know a hundred years ago 200 years ago they thought you know uh the earth was the center of the world and that was proven wrong and then they thought the sun was the center of the galaxy or whatever i don't know it's always getting proven like yeah oh we don't know anything so I don't know. But the idea that this all could be just a computer? Maybe. That sounds a little more real than a, a guy in the sky. Is that the Hogwarts Express? <laughs> That's on our way. The simulation that occurs every three hours. Oh, so we need a simulation God. of platform nine and three quarters? Yeah, I just think yeah, if the, one of the contradictions of it is would we be even self-aware to even think we're in a simulation if yeah. it is the case? Yeah. How self-aware could we be? And if so, what's the purpose of life? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that's some deep stuff. I, I love talking about it, but I what I do know is that what feels good is being with my friends and being happy and having fun experiences. And love is awesome. It gives me the best feeling. And love is, I think, the most powerful thing in the universe. Um, these are the things that I know make me feel good. Uh, when I have a goal and I accomplish it, that feels awesome. Uh, what else? Uh, being with my family and being nice to others, that feels great. But just having a good time and laughing is probably like the best experience as a human that I've felt. Um, I know those things feel great. So I feel like those things are the right thing to do as human beings. Uh, what, I, what do I think 
this is. I don't know. Uh, I think it's crazy that we're creating robots. I think they're the next level. I think it's like monkeys, humans, and you know, the next species is going to be robots, and then who knows what they're going to create, like better robots. And then I think it just keeps going until like something. I've heard this theory before, like that whatever the all being thing in this universe was wanted to feel uh, what it's like to be just nothing. So it, it broke itself down into a bunch of pieces and its purpose was to rebuild slowly over millions of years from a worm to a, a monkey to a human and just to get like smarter and smarter and smarter. It's hard to explain, but I don't know if we're trying to, as humans, we're just a small little step on this bigger creation that we're going to eventually be a, a, a step to from humans to robots to the next thing to the next thing. And then that thing will figure out what the purpose of life is. I have no idea. But huh, maybe we're just like monkeys. Yeah, now what, what role do you think aliens have in all this? Because one thing people haven't been discussing aliens? is like three weeks ago, oh, we found aliens. out that uh, there's fucking UFOs. Well, and uh, the Pentagon finally... Yeah, let out the information that hey there's a ufo blah 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 yeah and it kind of just went away in like yeah, less than story. two days it wasn't a huge story because of the coronavirus but yeah i mean if aliens of, came I mean, down i don't think people would be that shocked nowadays i feel like we know <laughs> that this is like an infinite infinite universe so oh, if, if the world <laughs> oh all right back to my playstation game um if the world like they say is infinite and there's so much space out there that and there has to be billions of species or infinite number of species then what is an alien are you talking about one set of aliens are you talking about another set of aliens yeah there's has to be and we're just one out of a crazy number of aliens you know we're aliens to them um so yeah i do think there's other species out there i do think that it's i think we know less than one percent of what's really going on um, yeah, we don't know anything. We never know anything. And me and you, I know we're not like, I think we're kind of, you know, semi-wise guys, but I think there's people way smarter than us. Actually, way. I don't think I'm that wise. Yeah, I'm like I in the 40th percentile. Yeah, yeah, we'll say we're strong 35, 40th percentile. <laughs> yeah. But there's people way smarter than us out there. Um, but I don't think they know the answers, too. I don't know if they know too much more. But I know when you do have psychedelic experiences back to that real quick i think that could be a little connection to like you know little hints of what's really going on or just a different side of the coin of what's going on like hey you guys live this normal life but there's this going on that you never see and then that's just one small percent of what else you don't know yeah i don't know about dimensions but they're saying now that there's more dimensions that they're finding i don't know what that means but that's just in 2020. What are they going to know in 3020, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It's the idea of, like, because I went to this website. It's called, like, Randonautic or I don't I don't know. I went on Reddit. Okay. And I started looking up some things. And there's some, I don't know. I'm not getting the app correct. But I know it's, like, Ronautic or Randonautic. Basically, it's an app. You download it. And it sends you to coordinates. Coordinates. And in these coordinates, it's, like, a place that you've never been before. Is it on the Earth? or Yeah, it's on Earth. It's, okay. You've never traveled. And supposedly, when you go there, the world glitches. 
it's like a glitch happens and you're like oh okay i'm in a simulation or something but like how many places in this world have you never been to and how do you know they exist or yeah. what paths we're allowed to or roads yeah, yeah, where yeah. they lead to and yeah i mean you don't really know if all those but you kind of just have faith in what other people tell you and what pictures show you but until you've been there you don't really know yeah um I don't believe that glitch shit. Sounds like bullshit. But uh, uh, that's interesting. That's just the Earth, too. That's the thing. Earth is such a small thing compared to the universe, you know? There's, what does Mars look like? What does the other what do the other planets have that we don't know about? I don't know. Space. So we're two months into the coronavirus. Oh. Let's say July hits. Okay. Independence Day happens. Okay. Guys, come? that's the day it's like hey we're getting you guys ready we took a sneak peek okay independence we day. told you about the aliens a month ago but you guys didn't give a fuck here it is here we are like how much crazier can this world get compared to where we're currently at now I, i've heard I've, i talked to like a fraternity brother back in the day and he, he told me that uh he's like you know the movies the movies people think movies are intense and they're unbelievable and it's extreme but he said you know what real life's way more crazier than a movie it's way more intense like if you think about it we're living in 2020 you and me and we live in a time where donald trump is our president this is a guy who was a tv show science fiction just a tv guy right and on top of that there's this virus now we're all in our homes and uh, we talk to each other we could facetime each other in real time somehow i don't know how that exists but it's crazy they're miracles we're used to these little miracles or used to these crazy things but i don't know i think it could get if aliens came down i wouldn't be like i didn't think that was possible you know i would be like nah, that's what we kind of thought a lot of people thought aliens exist i bet we'd be shocked they'd have way more like interesting interesting facts about them and different ideas but i mean if there's an alien that came down i wouldn't be like Oh, I never saw that. Hey, what's up, man? Welcome. Yeah, you know, welcome. Here. Please don't kill us. Please don't zap me. Because we're not, we're kind of be, I mean, I could even look at us as a human race and see that we're still very young. You know, we still kill each other with bullets and guns and with bombs. And we still don't know all how to talk the same language as one another. If you go to China, you have no idea what they say. And um we still live in these type of buildings and we use transportation in these metal boxes with wheels so it's like i could see that we're still young you know we're still learning stuff even though we have a lot of great technology um i could if an alien came down i would think they're way more advanced even if they were like a hundred years ahead of us that's gonna be crazy you know yeah so and if an alien really wanted to come down i think it could be invisible right away i feel like we have that technology it could be right here it could so blend in it, right it could change like it, it could form into a human if it wanted to it wouldn't have to come in this weird spaceship yeah so yeah you know what's crazy is that technology what you just said it's like technology is advancing so fast but like humans were so young yeah what do you think is taking so long for humans to advance and like you know, we yeah. watch the news and watch everything that's going on in this world. Like, humans are still slowly progressing yeah. and slowly, like, what's up with humans? Yeah, dude. I think technology advances way faster than our human species. You know, we have Teslas that drive by themselves here in America. 
But if you go to uh, a part of Africa or a part of South America, those people are living in huts. They don't even have televisions, you know. But when you talk about humans being smart, I mean, you and I probably believe the same type of stuff, I would feel like, ever since I've known you, we probably haven't disagreed in our views. But, yeah, there's people who are still racist. There's people that are homophobic. There's people that are um, against people who are transgender. And to me, I'm like, dude, are you barbaric? It's like, why do you care what somebody else, what their uh, sexual orientation or their um, um, sexual preference is like, that's a huge deal to some people, you know? And there's other topics too. There's, I, I mean, personally, I don't believe everyone should have guns, like uh, these assault rifles. But some oh, people have my audience now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I like guns. I like guns. But do I think people should have these guns that could kill 30 people in a minute? No. But other people disagree. Um, yeah, there's people that I think are kind of behind on the human spectrum. I personally think, you know, living in Southern California, yeah, a lot of us are a little more, our mindset is different and ahead of other people. But that's just me. If you talk to somebody has a different opinion he might think i'm a fool but yeah i do think humans are it takes a long time for humans to change their ways of thought you know it takes a very long time from even being you know we had slaves 200 years ago to 60 years ago we were segregated or whatever 70 years ago we were segregated and now we still have problems just because of race that's one small thing but yeah, I think it takes a very long time for people to start realizing, hey, that's not right, maybe, you know, over technology, which comes, you know, we have 5G this year, last year we had this. Very rapid changes. Very rapid. I think it's pretty awesome, but I think, yeah, technology is way, way faster than human progress. It takes a lot more time for humans. Humans too. are progressing super slow. But if you think of a grandparent, you know, compared I mean, to his grandchild, I think they do have different thoughts and opinions. I have different thoughts and opinions of my parents. And even though that's a 30 year, 20 something year gap, that's pretty good. And yeah. It, it, but it takes, yeah, I do think it takes a couple of generations for stuff to change yeah, instead of every three years, technology changes. Yeah, I think your childhood has something to do with it too. I mean, what you see growing up, what you see on TV, what you see at school, you know what your people are talking about in school social yeah. media everything it's just a whole different ball game of of what your eyes are open to and you know we saw things different growing up than what others saw yeah no i understand that too i understand that um somebody in the south has different parents than i have imagine if we're born in georgia imagine it would be <laughs> totally different people i mean you and i are the way we are and maybe we're so similar because we literally grew up five minutes away from each other when we lived in Covina or I mean the most 20 miles away from each other throughout our whole lives so we kind of had the same environment as of course somebody from Georgia or Florida or South Africa I mean yeah we've got different mindsets different parents different TV shows we watched different teachers that we've had in schools um, so yeah I think that different books we've read um yeah, I understand that. I could. That's why people are different too. It's not just this person's born an asshole. 
You know? That's crazy. There's so many different factors that shape who you are. It's like every year I teach freshmen, and so we have like a unit on identity. And we always talk about like what makes you who you are. Yeah. Your family? Is it your culture? Is it what you grew up with? Is it your friends? Is it your religion? Is it your gender? Is it like race? Yeah. Is it like there's so many factors involved in what makes you who you are, what makes you think the way you think. And it's, oh, it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like a... Yeah, it's hard to like... I mean, it's easy to judge people. But when you think about it, it's like, who are these people's parents? Yeah, when you see those ladies on Red Lobster. <laughs> yeah, these crazy Karens <laughs> who are doing that. It's like, what did this woman... My mom would never do that. Your mom would never do that, uh, but what gives them the? Yeah, they're yeah. just totally it's different. Crazy. It's crazy. It's like crazy. this sense of, you know, we are privileged, but there's a different sort of privilege going on there. Yeah, I love that. I saw Calvin. Shout out to Calvin. I don't know if he listens to this, but he had this funny tweet about like just fucking cook at home. Go to the market <laughs> yeah. and cook at home. What are you going to Red Lobster I for three Calvin fucking too. hours? I like Calvin's tweets. Yeah. Going for three hours. To yeah. get your breakfast or dinner or whatever, it's like embarrassing. Yeah. I just I see people. Oh, you're like, fight about it. Sorry. Oh, she's I back. See, I see people like that, and I'm like, you need to get your fucking ass whooped because you're an embarrassment. And like, yeah, one more. Like how Calvin said, like you know, you're you're waiting three hours outside of a Red Lobster when you could easily just go make something you could pick it up from somewhere else and you have to realize that we're in a pandemic yeah. like red lobster who waits <laughs> paul used to work at red lobster shout out to paul pridgen but who waits who waits more than 30 minutes for some red lobster it's there's way better places to go to yeah cooking yourself is better but it does that that's beside the fact that that woman got so mad and I mean, slapped another woman for. I mean, I would just. Yeah, here, Bruno. Puppy souls. I'll try this handyman beer. Thank you, Bruno. Um, I don't know. I just think it's embarrassing, and I just, I guess for me, even though I'm like young, and maybe I'm just more open-minded, but I feel like, aren't you ashamed of yourself? Like, aren't you? ashamed that you had to act that way in front of all of these people and you're yelling at them when they're the ones who are working on mother's day yeah like they're the ones who have to serve you on mother's day they don't get to be with their moms they don't get to be with their kids and you're the one acting a fucking fool because your order took three hours like yeah okay i don't know let's throw a curveball at this is this woman lost her job this week just, just saying. Her kids are sick. Okay. They're shitting everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, she doesn't even have that much money because she lost her job. Then she has red anxiety about coronavirus. <laughs> so when somebody tells them, you have to wait another hour on top of this three hours, she... That's the little straw that breaks her camel's back. Well, first of all, she's... Oh, yes. If she's scared of the coronavirus, she should not be in line waiting outside for three hours for Red Lobster, having people touch her food. And second of all, if you're having a bad week, 
like, don't go take it out on poor people who have to work for you. I agree. Like, I, I watched that video and I was like, I hope they fucking drag her. Like, I, that's all I was thinking. I was like, people like that yeah, need to just get their ass whooped, be put in their place. And move right along. Like, I don't know. I just think it's embarrassing. And if that were my mom, I would go to my mom and be like, you're so fucking embarrassing. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Even. I'm just going to stop. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to worry you. I can't say any. Like, yeah, he knows because I watch those videos and I get so mad. I'm like, these people, I just want to find them, drag them myself. They're everywhere, dude. (laughs) I love it. There was one in Rancho. There no, was a protest the, in Rancho. Well, we went to the habit. I wanted to move to Rancho too. Hey, I love my family's from Rancho. What's yeah, wrong with Rancho? No, they had a protest They're like protest. over here. Yeah. Rancho's protesting. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what though? That's a small little group, and they make the whole city look bad. Always remember, it's like Huntington Beach. Yeah, Newport. it's not every person in Huntington that reason that yeah, it's a small course. group that's out there. When you look at the videos, it's only a hundred people. It's not like it's a, a, a fucking a huge, huge yeah. gathering. It's hundred people that. And they're probably not even from Long Beach that make the city, the city look, look bad. bad. When it's Rancho, it's probably people from Rancho, but it's also probably people from Upland, Ontario, nah, Fontana. No Ontario over there. Oh, Ontario's I, some shady people, I, I heard. I told um, Jonathan one thing that like also upset me. I just fucking can't stand society sometimes. Um, my waxing lady. Oh, she's listening to this. Oh, fuck her. She doesn't oh. have my business no more after this. Wow. My waxing lady, she um, she went to the protest in Huntington Beach. Yeah. She posted it on her business page. Oh. <laughs> and then she was out there, there. Um, with her signs and, you know, she's like, she posts like, well, as a business, like, we have to get our license um, to ensure like sanitary purposes and that we are regulating that when we have customers and she's out there with no mask on and she's out there with all these other people and she's like I'm fighting for my salon and it's like I get it but don't post that on your business page when I'm sure more than half of your clients are scared of the coronavirus yeah and you're posting you're saying you're doing it for sanitary purposes, yeah. but you're out there with no mask, no glove, out with thousands of people. Like, you look like a fucking idiot, and then you're trying to convince us and everyone else that, like, you're doing this for your business, which I get because, you know, small businesses are suffering. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like, why would you do that on your business page? And then the next day, she's like, oh, I went and put an American flag in my in my business window because she deserves her rights too, her freedom. I'm like, first of all, nobody said your business didn't have freedom. Second of all, you're out there protesting about sanitary purposes and why you should be open. Well, they're not protesting for sanitary purposes. But that was like her thing. She was saying like, oh, well, I do all these things, so why can't my business be open? Uh, but then she goes out there and, and she does that. Everyone. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of like you're... <sighs> well, it's kind of part of the thing... I understand barbers, nail salons. I mean, part of the getting their license is sanitation. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, it's hard. I mean, when you look at it from that perspective, let's say you are you own a business like that. You own a, a waxing place, a nail salon, yeah. a barber shop, and you suddenly are closed for three months. Yeah. You it's have, horrible. I mean, you can't pay for anything. You can't pay. Let's say you have a family, you have rent. 
Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I mean, our government isn't paying for our rent. Yeah. We're not getting anything, really. I mean, so if you're put in that position, imagine, you know, that sudden... It could ru- it's ruining yeah, businesses. I, it's ruining businesses, ruining lives. It's. But I get it. But at the same time, you're not the only person going through it. Like, people are losing their jobs and we're being forced to stay inside. Like, you're not the only one. And that's what you have to realize. Like, there are plenty of businesses that have already shut down. There are plenty of businesses that are probably having to take out more loans that are just suffering. And they're also scared of this virus and affecting their clients and affecting the community. But they're still not trying to go out there and protest for something that is going to eventually fucking come back to you. There's no vaccine. There's no treatment. You're going to come on in, motherfuckers. And then next thing you know, there's the Rona and you're back out and everyone's going to have to come back out into their homes. It's going to be like a vicious cycle. And it's kind of like just, I know it sounds terrible and I know nobody wants to do it, but it's like you kind of just have to wait it out until it's safe. Right now, it's still not safe. The numbers are still not going down. They're still there. Well, here's the thing. I think after... And I, I'm not a doctor or a scientist or anything like that, but I think it's being with all the data, not that many people are getting it as we as many people as we thought were gonna get it two months ago. It doesn't really affect I'm not being one of those people who are protesting against it, but it's not really killing as many people as we thought. A lot of the people aren't getting sick, especially in California. Um, I know New York's horrible and certain spots it's their hot spots but it's not as as uh what do you call it such a catastrophe where everyone's dying and everyone's getting sick as we uh, kind of thought it was going to be like so i i a little bit i could see the point of a barber protesting like dude i need to open up my building so i could give money to my employees and my family and how am I going to pay rent for my building? It's going to literally ruin businesses where they can't open up again. Yeah, yeah. So I do think people have a right to speak their mind like that. But at the same time, yeah, I think it's funny when people are out there in groups protesting, things like that. But I kind of see another side too. It's not black and white as in, this person believes we should stay inside the whole time and this person thinks we should be out already. I think it could be a little bit of a mix and that's okay. And I think that we really don't know the the true... Like, we don't yeah, know. We really don't know. I think the one thing everyone has to remember is every single person is going through it. Like, yeah. it's not, it's not, not just them. It's not just small businesses. It's not just big businesses. It's not just people who lost their job. It's like literally everyone. And I yeah, think... everyone's affected. It's everyone is affected some way or another. And I think even though we're maybe not that many people are dying, flu season, according to my watch, bitch, is right around the motherfucking corner. So what's going to happen when that happens? The coronavirus comes back. That's a double duo. What are people going to do then with no vaccine, no real treatment? And we're going to all end up in this same situation but it's like the numbers are still there. So yeah. we're going to risk everyone going back out there and being normal. And yeah, okay, we're having like, but you how- know, distancing and stuff like that. But at the same time, if it comes back or yeah. if it reaches one person, that one person's going to reach another and another and another. And that's just how it starts. Yeah, but they're already, I think they're already saying that it's going to come back. 
So in your point of view, what do you think the best thing to do is? Is it to wait till August? I think like, it's just, who knows if in August. I don't think it's going to be over until next year. So you think we should just chill for a whole year? I mean, is everyone supposed to just stay inside and not do anything? Oh, I don't think it's just staying inside and not doing anything. I mean, it sucks. We don't get to go to the bars. We don't get to go to amusement parks. Yeah, we that's don't the get easy to... stuff, though. I'm talking about going to work. I mean, either way, people are... going to a restaurant are... if, you have the, if you want to. But if I feel like you're still risking open. it. No, for sure you're risking it, but do you have the right to still go to a restaurant if you want to? Yeah, if you want to, but yeah. I feel like a lot of people, like, once you send all of them out there, it's just, it's going to be overwhelming. I feel you. I mean... Like, I mean, imagine if they were like, there's this one bar yeah. out here that is open, yeah, and we're, like, go. one of the only bars... No, yeah, you wouldn't, wouldn't go, go. Yeah. but imagine all of the people, like, the ones who went to the beach. Yeah. Who's going to go? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like you're kind Kim of... went to the beach. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a guy. He makes quarantine look so fucking fun. I, I want to be Kim. I know. No, um, but, I mean, that's the thing. I don't know. Because what if it is a little bit of over-exaggeration? And we don't really know. Because we're, we're always, we're Californians. You and I and Bernal probably kind of think the same. We're always on one side. But what if um, it's not as extreme as, you know, the people in the South are like, let's open up everything. What if it is kind of more of a middle thing? Like, okay. We could still open stuff up, but we have to have these kind of standards. You know, at restaurants, we're going to have little dividers in between people or... But then or, the next yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I you're going to come in and sit in the same spot. Yeah, you're sanitizing you. it, but how is it? How do you really know? Yeah, like, but you don't the, know. At the same time, if if a Walmart is open right now and you go there, they're not... I mean, what, what precautions are they taking... Is a yeah. barbershop that much more dangerous than going to a Walmart? Yeah, because, I mean, Target and all that stuff still open. The gas station where you hold the pump is still open, you know? So I don't think people are getting as sick as, you know. Yeah, but I also feel like we say that because nobody we know has gotten sick. Imagine and if it was, the like... kind of the thing that makes me, like... Yeah. Well, like none of my friends. No one I know. Yeah, all it takes is one person that yes. you know to get and, us yeah. to imagine, be that wake-up call. That's imagine true. it's, That's like, Mommy Chella or your grandma. Oh, well, then, then, I then thought of that plenty of times. Like, what would your... And I say this because, like, my dad is super high-risk. He has emphysema. He has COPD. A type of virus like that that gets to your lungs, there is absolutely no way he would survive that. For severe underlying medical issues. And I think it's like, even though your families don't have those issues, imagine if they did. Imagine how much more precautions you would want to take and how much more serious the topic would be if somebody you knew actually got sick from it. So what if people said, okay, Susan, I hear you. Your dad has that stuff and your mom and stuff. Tell them not to go out. But if, if I'm don't, going out... Then you don't go out if you really don't want to. But if I want to go out, I'm not going to hang out with your dad. But then you can't come over here. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, that's fine. That's true, though. But that's also, like, fine. I mean, the question is, should people have the right to choose what they want to do? Yeah. I mean, I think so, but there should just be a lot more rules. I feel you. There should be a lot more rules, and I don't really know if the rules are going to even make a difference. Like, I mean, now it's great to go to the store and you can only allow in like five people at a time yeah. or whatever. I, I like then, this. 
that's kind of like, okay, we really are keeping our distance. But like you said, like going to Target and having like this whole bunch of people in there. It's like, how do you know that somebody in there doesn't have it? Yeah. Yeah, it's very... Uh... It's pretty luck of the draw. Yeah, we don't know anything. You, you, me, and Bernal don't yeah. aren't scientists. Yeah, we no, we're not. Anything at all. No. But I think, I mean, John, you're like more terrified of, than me. I'm not terrified. I just <laughs> think it's it's crazy. This idea, from what I've been hearing, it's just like numbers are still going up, but then we're opening. It's like I feel like as soon as the protests started happening, like protests, 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 they're like, they were all right, like, okay. we're gonna open up to stage two and phase two, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, now we don't have to wear masks. I just feel like. I don't know what information to trust. Yeah. Like, now it's like everyone's, like, having gatherings. People are going here. This is opening this. It's like, what the fuck do I trust? What information do I believe? Yeah, it's hard because I don't know where to get the real news from. Yeah, where does this information come from? I still, I personally don't know anyone that's got coronavirus. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you do. Oh, okay. Yes, but, I mean, at the same time, it's kind of like... Who do you know? Yeah, it's uh, somewhere else. But, uh... I was thinking about that, and yeah, it's interesting. It's like, are they know, okay? Yeah, yeah, they're fine. See, that's a lot of things too. A lot of people are fine. Yeah, I mean, so, but then you hear stories and you see yeah, other ones where people like die. Like Sue said, if it's your crazy. grandma, is a game changer. But yeah, like there's. I personally, personally, this last month started visiting my family again, and I know mm-hmm. I probably, according to the rules, I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go visit my family. I don't. I, I care yeah. about this, but I feel good, and I haven't been around too many people in the last twelve days or whatever. So I said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go visit them." And I'm happy <laughs> I did, and I visited them probably like two or three times. Yeah. And then I saw this little article like bats. When one of the bats gets a virus, everyone abandons the bat except their family. So I was like, "Oh, even bats hang out with their family when there's something." Yeah, I mean, you're the best judge. You're the best judge too. Yeah, but. I started visiting family again, and I have seen friends on a one-on-one basis. Like, I've seen my buddy Kevin has come over. We had sushi. We watched TV. One-on-one. I went to go visit uh, Brad last weekend, and we watched the fight together. (laughs) One-on-one. Everyone's like, why are you outing me? (laughs) Two-on-one. Sorry, Brad. He's breaking the law. Yeah. Brad and who? Brad and Anne-Marie. Oh, Brad and my buddy. Yeah, Anne-Marie. Yeah, you remember her. Yeah, she was there miss her and we had a good time but it was just like three people there i miss you you babe. know and <laughs> and then i'm here today with you and susan and you and susan are the only people that i've actually other than those my family and those four friends you guys are the only people i've actually been like seen on a yeah. you know every two week basis um but it was a decision that i made like you know what i am worried that i haven't been around too many people but I'm going to go do it anyway. Yeah, I think if you friends. think you're fine, you haven't been around too many people, yeah. you don't feel sick, you haven't had a fever, you haven't... I mean, who knows? I mean, well, you don't want to you are, though? That's the thing. Yeah, but if I have something... Like, I'm not coughing, I'm not sneezing, I'm not, yeah. like... But what so, if you have, like, the first day of it? Yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know how that even works. Yeah, asymptomatic. So that's, that's, where, that's what's scary. Yeah, the asymptomatic, the uh, all the different questions yeah. about it, it's just... Because there's, who who was the one that, even on the Joe Rogan podcast we were uh, listening to, they were like, the fighter was asymptomatic. They found out that he had it. And they were like, oh, I mean, there goes that. Yeah. Because you just, I mean, even if you don't have your symptoms and you 
I mean, I, I, I do understand because, like, I've seen my parents. Yeah. And I literally, I mean, I don't do anything. I go from here to there. Yeah. And I, even sometimes, like, I'm scared. And I know John's super scared. He doesn't even want to go see, like, my dad because... That's how... Just tired of them. High... <laughs> that, probably that's it. No, no. That's too risky. I mean, if your dad's super yeah. high risk, that's the least person you want to visit. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a big chance right there. Yeah. I mean, yes, we, we think we're free. We think we're safe and we're young and everything, but you, you right. just never know, man. It's just... You, you imagine living with that regret of you visit someone. Oh, I've thought of that already. They get sick. That's yeah. You don't want to live with that at all. Yeah. But yeah. when you see less and less of this going on, does it make you feel a little bit more like, okay, I could visit my mom? I think if you think they're fine and you're fine and you have an understanding and communication of, hey, they're not doing anything, you're not, because I went to my mom's too the other day. That's for like the yeah, first I went time for in two like days, months. Yeah, first time in a couple months, yeah. two days in a row. I'm like, you know, they haven't been going anywhere. My sisters haven't been going anywhere. I'm going to go see them because... You know, I trust them, and yeah. I know what they're doing. They're, they're doing the right thing. Yeah. But when other people aren't doing the right thing, you know, I'm not going to go fucking see them. Yeah. I feel you. So. Yeah, when a friend's going to parties. Yeah. Oh. No, I'm just saying I'm not anyone. But if a friend's, like, you know, being very, <laughs> you could see on social media or something, that they're being very open and friendly and hanging out at the beach or uh, whatever it is, yeah, it might be less... Like that... to go see them, but do I not visit my family because my stepdad goes and work goes to work every day on a construction site? You know, do I not visit uh, Berno who visited his family of five people that I don't know who they've encountered? You know, in the last week, I don't know. I think it's just would that upset you guys if you saw one of your friends? Because I haven't had a friend yet on social media who went to go somewhere who's doing all these things. How would you feel about that? Would you call them out on it? I've, I've like, what's friends. that? What's that like? If your friends are having a party, going to social media, if they're doing something, going places, uh-huh. what would you? If I probably if they were a close friend, yeah, I talk to them. And say, hey, dude, what's up? Are you, what are you doing? Let's have the conversation with them. Yeah, probably. Okay. Jeez. Um. But can I judge? I go to Target. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That, that's. How many That's people are in Target a day yeah. compared to that party? You yeah, know what makes me so sad? I haven't been to Target in like three months. And it kills oh, me. That's <laughs> like where I go now for like... A, Why don't you just hand. do like pickup order? Yeah, we don't go to Target. The only places we've gone is Stater Brothers. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, yeah. Trader Joe's. That's it. Yeah, we've literally just gone to supermarkets, but I miss Target so much. Like Tell Target most, I miss them. <laughs> the most safe people there is. I think we've taken the least amount of risk. I mean, I think it's just because I always just think of my parents. And yeah. that's what kind of holds me back and I think it's a lot different when you know somebody who's a little bit more sensitive to yeah, no, the sure. you know the that thing because even health problems yeah when Jonathan went to see my dad he was very nervous I want to go he was so nervous and you know I get it it's like you know it's very it's a lot different when you know that it's more risky and I think you kind of have to think a little bit more differently because, like you said, we don't know anybody yet. Yeah, yeah. But what happens if somebody we know has it and, yeah, they may be symptomatic, but what if the next person's not and they're, like, yeah. you know, really suffering from being sick? You just never know. Yeah. 
little game changer, this coronavirus. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, imagine Evelyn came home and she's like, I feel really, really sick. How worried would you be? I'd probably move out. <laughs> I think it's time. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing about having, like, my girlfriend who I live with, she's a doctor. And she's around, you know, people that, you know, aren't her family and friends all day. And she comes home to me and I'm like, okay. I mean, that's just part of it. And if she got sick, she had the coronavirus. I mean, I'd still wouldn't just like abandon her. You know, I'd still be in the house with her. I'd be taking care of her. I'd give her food or, you know, help her out as much as I could. I wouldn't just ditch her. Would you ditch me? Yeah, you would ditch would me. That you. Hey, I'm out of here. <laughs> here. You wouldn't be I mean, at his like, mom's house so quick. If I would like, it's weird when your spouse or your partner, whatever you call it, you know, they get sick. Like, if she got the flu, mm-hmm. I would still sleep in the same bed with her. Yeah. I'd still give her a kiss. I'd still, you know, be there holding her, whatever. I'd still do that stuff. So it's weird. It's like if Bernal did get coronavirus, would you not sleep in the bed anymore? Would you, would you bounce, leave the house? No, you'd probably help him, take care of him, hand him his food. But he, he knows, like, when I get sick, I'm weak. Yeah. I had I don't know why, but I have a really, really, really weak immune system and I've had it for years and it's almost like when I get sick, my fevers get so high, I feel like I literally am like, God, this is terrible. I feel like I'm dying, I'm crying, oh, yes. I'm yeah. aching, I'm in pain. Yes, and Jonathan no like I even told Jonathan, I told him yesterday, I was like Oh my god! If I ever get coronavirus, can can you just like make those decisions for me? And I don't really know what we would do because like my immune system sucks. Yeah, I mean, I bet he'd be there for you. That's the thing. So would you? Yeah, sure. So that's no, the thing. It's like if your spouse gets something, it's like I mean, I have no choice. Your partner is like, all right, this is what we gotta do. I'm gonna get it too. Like when she is sick, when Evelyn is sick, I'm still fucking there for her. I know. I'm like, all right, in two days, I'm gonna be sick. And I have to. And but vice versa. But I'm saying, like, if she were to get it, like, how different would your thought process be? If she were to get it, I'd be super sad. And I hope she'd... I mean, would she still be okay? Well, she's going to get sick. Oh, she's going to get sick? I'd be with her when she was sick. And I wouldn't visit anybody yeah. for a month or whatever. Yeah. Um, I would isolate... We would isolate ourselves. She wouldn't go to work. Uh I would take care of her. I'd be the one person to take care of her. Her family wouldn't come. You yeah, know, no they're, choice. Yeah. They're older, and her sister wouldn't come because she's having a baby. She has her family. Yeah. So it'd be me. I'd yeah. take care of her. And I'd... Do you think your thought process would change, though? Like how Thought process would... of the coronavirus? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 100%. 1,000%. So, yeah. But, so but I just think that way, like, if it's somebody you knew, of course. it's so much yeah, It becomes more real. Of course. I think when Bernal hears that I got sick or Evelyn got sick, He'd be a little bit more. I'm not gonna go to this party this weekend. I'm not gonna go visit my family. I'm gonna we're gonna keep doing this. Yeah. So yeah, but big but <laughs> I still personally I know friends of friends who have maybe have had it, but I still don't know anything anyone that has had it. So I'm like, I think we could go back to work. It's fake. And just be just be very. <laughs> Let's be very, uh, let's sanitize everything and lots of uh, Clorox and Windex, whatever. Let's just be super clean about it. But we could still, you know, let's not go 
crazy and go maybe yeah. to clubs and stuff or amusement parks yet, but I could go to work. Yeah. And I could go to a restaurant and sit at my own table most likely, just clean it down hopefully. That's where I'm at right now. In a month when another wave comes, I might be like, oh, I was wrong. <laughs> but right now I'm like, okay, I could go visit my group of 12 friends. We could get together for a birthday party. Yeah. You know, or I could go visit my family, no worries. Yeah. Things like that. So that's why I feel like now, if yeah. you asked me a month ago, I'd be like, yeah, let's, let's isolate ourselves. If you yeah. asked me two months ago, I'd be super scared. I canceled a trip that I was going to go on. I was going to go to Portland with my girlfriend the week March 13th, and that was the weekend where they started making those rules. So I canceled it because I was super scared. I was like, I don't want to go on a plane. I don't want to go get stuck somewhere. Everything's going to be closed. I was super scared two months ago. And now I'm kind of like, let's bring basketball back. You know, let's. That's LeBron. I think we could play baseball. I think. But that's me. I'm not a doctor. I think it's crazy too, because like I've seen Michelle once in like three months. And for me, I, that's weird to me. I mean, we talk all the time. We FaceTime and we phone call all the time. But I've seen her once in the past three months. And I think for... Because Michelle's pretty like, you know, she... Obviously, we want to see each other. Yeah. But for her, for her to tell me, like, I can't see you. Yeah. It's, like, really hard. Because, you know, she works in a hospital. And... You know, Michelle's pretty like, like, oh, I'm going to go see this person or, you know, she's, she believes in the coronavirus, but she also sees the other side of it, like where we should just be yeah. cautious. But for her to tell me like, you know, I know you have a terrible immune system, you know, your dad and all these other things. And she's just like, I don't want to go over there and make you feel uncomfortable. I don't want to even put you guys in that situation where yeah. I'm around you often yeah. to where it could be like a possibility. Yeah. And I think for somebody who like works with people who are sick like that, I think it's not, it doesn't like say a lot, but in a sense it does. Like somebody who's always willing to be over here all the time, bring us this, give yeah. us that, do whatever for us. And always be around me for somebody like who's like I can't see you because yeah. of X Y and Z I think it makes it a little bit more real in a sense yeah you know if yeah, that makes know. sense yeah I remember uh, hanging out with my buddy Kim uh, in March and then I was leaving his house it was that weekend uh, where we started to work from home and then I left and he's like alright this is the last time we might see each other for a while <laughs> and I was like oh I was like, okay. I was like, all right, man, I'll see you later. And I gave him a hug and stuff, but I haven't seen him since. And it's been like two months, which is the longest I haven't seen that guy, you know? Yeah. I used to see him every other week. Um, now it's in Portland right now, hanging out with his mom uh, and working Again, from his house. Making yeah. it look fun. Making it look great. But <laughs> that's like, that was, a, that was a big like, ooh, I might not see a buddy that I really enjoy yeah. being around for. It's hard. Ha a, half a year. Yeah. Five months, whatever, but. Yeah, I mean, we'll figure it out. I think it's kind of chilling out right now, which is cool. I like that the UFC fight happened last Saturday. <laughs> and it happened tonight, actually. Um, I hope NBA comes back soon so we can get our 17th championship. But, yeah, that's enough Corona talk. 
We were supposed to talk about my wedding and the Raiders. That's oh. okay though. Corona's it's, you know, it's gonna, the biggest topic remember, of the year. We're gonna remember yeah. like talking <laughs> yeah. about how we felt. In I mean, we're two corona. and ten. Oh, yeah. don't even get me started. Oh, little by little, yeah. I've been perfectly okay this whole coronavirus. Yeah. Even when I lost my job, I was I cried like one day. You know, yeah. well, it was only three weeks ago. But I think this week for some reason I don't know what it was. I kind of felt like just different and I don't know really what it was but I was a little bit more agitated a little bit more moody Um, I wouldn't say I mean you were you play a role too boo Um, I don't really I don't I don't really know what it was but like today I mean it was only Monday Monday Tuesday had bad day and then today i felt a little bit better i mean granted i have like stomach problems but i mean mood wise i felt a lot better but who knows what tomorrow will be like i don't know i think that's that's very normal Sus. i think a lot of people fall into a little bit of depression right now and uh worriness it can't be good for our brain to be worried about a you know a virus um and not having work, which is what you're used to your whole life. Yeah. Your whole life you're used to having work and for that big part of your life to be taken away. I think that's what weird. bothers me. That's huge, dude. That's okay to feel like that. But I think you have to realize it's temporary. It's not always going to be like this. Um, oh, my God. Although it sucks. It yeah. sucks horribly. Um, I'm luckily grateful. Luckily, you're still getting some money through the yeah. nice unemployment plan. Um, only eight weeks. Only eight weeks, I know. <laughs> But as for now, you're okay. Yeah. Um, we're not in a third world country where they're like, fend for yourselves. Yeah. You know? No. I'm, I've learned to be grateful for, like, I'm used to working. I'm used yeah, yeah, to yeah. driving everywhere. I'm used to being busy and not feeling like I don't have time to do things. Yeah. And now I'm, like, forced to do the things that I always wanted to do. Like, I'm like, oh, I just want to, like, vegetate and binge watch on Netflix. Or I want to go running every day outside. And now I get to, like, do those things, which is great. And I'm I'm getting money at the same time. Yeah, I'm still getting paid for it. I get to cook homemade meals. I get to be with Jonathan all the time. Like, before, we were only in the same place for, like, an hour or two. And... Now we're together all the time. <laughs> 24 hours a day. Here's what I've realized uh, being me is that I think humans are never uh, satisfied. satisfied. And the grass is always greener. Because I guarantee when well, we really do have to go back to work. Oh, God. Uh, we're going we to drive. We're gonna miss the quarantine. And we have to drive there. And we have to be around those people face to face. Yeah. We're going to be like. I miss those quarantine days a hundred percent. We're gonna I be like, uh, Miss Rona. Yeah, now <laughs> it's like I get to work from home right now. Yeah. Luckily, my my job got the PPP loan this week, so we're very, I'm very fortunate for that. But I get to work, and then during work I get to throw in my workout. I don't have to go at six o'clock, seven o'clock. Yeah. I do it at two o'clock. Yeah. Um, I could come here hang out with you guys on a Wednesday. I've never come here on a Wednesday, you know. <laughs> It's always the weekends, usually. Yeah. Um, we're going to miss this a little bit. This, yeah. I'm so going to miss it a lot. Burl's gonna, uh, well, how do you feel, Burl? thrives in quarantine. Burl, I feel like this is the best year of your life. <laughs> I 
I mean, honestly, I mean, if you had the option to, I mean, if we could live and do whatever we wanted at any point, at any time, wouldn't you like to live like this? Wouldn't you, if we could get checks, yeah. pay for our rents, our basic necessities. Yeah. I mean, you wake up, do whatever you want. Yeah. Well, Why you can't not? necessarily do whatever you want as I mean, far as like, go out and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean. That's taken away. I mean, yeah. not that. I mean, if we had the freedoms to do whatever we want, I mean, it's nice. I mean, it's there's something nice about it. We are going to miss it. Some aspects of it. Yeah. yeah. Go back to work and like, man, I could go to bed when I want. I could oh, I do this when I wanted. We're gonna be so busy. We're gonna have so much more. We have to drive. I mean, our stress. We have. Yeah, I haven't filled up my gas. This is the first time. Yesterday was the first time I filled up my gas since March. Saves a lot of money. Dude, I was checking my Chase, and because Chase has this new feature that has like <laughs> the percentages they use yeah. before. Yeah. I checked January. I was spending like four hundred dollars of gas a month. Jesus, four hundred. Me gas too. A month. I, I, I mean, I don't like, think four hundred. I think. I think like mine was three. like two, two yeah. fifty. Yeah, I was, I was in, in the twos probably. I was in the three to four hundred range. Right now, less than a hundred. Yeah. I was like, jeez. Oh, I think I spent. I I put two gallons max. Two full tanks wait, max. Sorry. Wait, my favorite about <laughs> listening to you. He's no. like, buy the Raider tickets, bitch. <laughs> Save a lot of money over here. Save us some money. <laughs> No, uh, yeah, I have two full tanks, which is $60, I think, every month. That's what I budgeted. I'm like, dude, that's all you need. That's Because I visit family, which is far from yeah. where I live, yeah. and you guys, but that's where I'm spending my gas. Yeah, it's great. Driving anywhere. I, I got to call AAA to lower my insurance. Me yeah. to the market. <laughs> Me back. Okay, what else are you saving money in? Going out, everything. <laughs> We're not paying for waiters. Oh, sorry. Dude, waiters. I'm not paying for the gym anymore. Gym is canceled. No gym. Gym is canceled. I don't pay for my jujitsu. That's a hundred and something. Yeah, 50. I'm paying. I was Coachella. That was a payment. Yeah, we got my money gym. back from Coachella. Uh, what else are we? That's Student fine. loans are gone. Student loans. You were gone. not like the going out aspect. Going out for sure. That, that's a huge one. Oh my god, I. You know. I mean, you go on a Friday and a Saturday, you're spending money. I don't know what I was spending on all them brunches, boo. Yeah. I would go to brunch and spend a solid hundred and fifty dollars. Normal. If I go to brunch, know that I'm spending $150, possibly $200. That's a lot summer. of money for a brunch. Hey, I've been like asking you, you to pay for a cable bill for months. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying brunch for some reason was well, yeah, we're saving an expensive-ass place. We're but. saving a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. So It's crazy. It is crazy. So that's the things we're going to miss. We're going to yeah. miss not doing all these things. I think I'm going to... I enjoy this downtime yeah. because I, when I was working a lot, I remember... Like, when Michelle would call me and she'd be like, let's go out this weekend. And I'm, like, driving from fucking Lake Elsinore to Hemet to fucking yeah. Manning to yeah. all these places. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. Like, I just was, like, tired. This is good beer. Is it? Yeah. I was just tired and I didn't want to go out and I felt, like, selfish for that. But I was like, I need a mental day. Like, I'm just yeah. exhausted. Oh, for sure. And the one, one thing I used to look forward to is like waking up and going to my spin class on Saturdays and like Have your routine. doing stuff like that is like, I'm, I'm happy that now if I, I mean, I can't go to spin class, but like, if I want to like Get that, uh, Peloton. Yeah. If I just want to work. I mean, when the quarantine's out. over, people invite me to something. I'm still going to be like, nah, I'm good. I know you are. <laughs> Jonathan hates humans, except for you. Thank you. I'll pass. Yeah. I mean, I think for a while, even after it, it's fully done, fully over, yeah. I think it's going to take people a while to just 
adapt back into sure. normal life of going into big crowds because there's going to be the thought Oof. of like you just don't know that's going to make me a little bit like disneyland paranoid almost disneyland yeah. go there i don't even want to go star wars land anymore i think this is going to give us an opportunity to be more creative about what we do afterwards like bars and movies. but do i do jujitsu still I mean, I do i go literally hug and <laughs> Ew, and they're sweating everywhere. People literally sweat is coming out my mouth and face. Yeah, no, I would pass on that. But I like it. It's fun. I mean, no, I've but seen yeah, it. But I could get sick like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, it's like a risk. It just depends. That one's what you like want. that. You're hugging. You're like pretty personal. Yeah, I know. I've seen people. Yeah. I used to watch Michelle go do it. I used oh, yeah. to go to her Michelle classes and watch her do it. Yeah. And uh, I listen. Like people are like profusely sweating on you. Oh, yeah, big and, man. And you're like, yeah, huge. She was the only girl in the class. I think it was like maybe one and her other girl. One, John her and one other girl. And I remember just like how big these people were. Monsters. And I was like, Ugh. like, I would sit there like a supportive parent and like watch her. But I remember I used to think like, oh, my God, it's like so nasty. It like, is. they're just like, boop, boop, boop. I'll still I'll... go back. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just for a while afterwards. It can like ease into like I've never heard my friends be like let's go camping and now everyone wants to go camping. camping. I don't want to go camping. No, I hate camping. I want to go glamping. What's glamping? Oh, nice camping. I'll do that. (laughs) I'm not gonna sleep in a tent. We will go glamping. I want an RV. Definitely. I want to do auto camp. Okay, RV is nice. I want to go some camping. Can we do auto camp? Do you guys want to go to Coachella in October if it happens? If it happens, yes. Yes. Okay. Um. Even with the crowds. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Are you saying that hesitantly? Yeah, no. I would go. If, let's say, July, they come out with some, some new information and everything's... Say it was today. Say, if it's say this, was if this month, weekend. no. Okay. I don't know. I would feel super weird about it, but let's say things are slowing down. Super slow. Things are coming up. Things are opening up. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. But I, I highly doubt it's going to happen. Everything's closing down already. Yeah. Yeah. All events, Hollywood Bowl just canceled their whole season for the first time in like 40 years. 92 years. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm on that things aren't my looking concert I, yeah, I highly doubt it's, highly doubt it's going to happen. Yeah. My, my concert for the Strokes got postponed. It said May 29th. I was like, wasn't it the 29th? And then when I looked again the next day, it was like May 18th. And then I was like, oh shit, it's opening up. And then I looked at the year and it was like, 2021 i was like okay let me just wait a whole another fucking year and i just was like it's only request no i have a laker ticket they haven't given my money back yet is it from ticketmaster um a friend got it so i don't know i think it's from stuff oh because ticketmaster they weren't out they made this new policy that they weren't going to give anybody refunds yeah and then with the strokes, backlash, though, right? Yeah, yeah they got a lot of backlash. So the strokes offered it. So I just requested a refund because it was like two hundred something dollars. I got my Coachella money back. I got five hundred and like fifty bucks back. Already? Like, That's nice. Yeah, I should request yeah. my bag, dude. Yeah, dude, because it's not gonna happen this year. I mean, I don't think it is. I don't think and it if is it does, either. and we're not getting our RV money. What? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Or they? I called them and Actually, we got it back. We're just using it for ourselves. No. We're just lying. No. I wish. Um, they, I called them to ask because Scott was like, yeah, yeah, what do yeah. we do? And then so I called and they were saying, as of right now, we're not doing any refunds. And then I was like. You eventually have to. Well, I asked them. I said, what happens? 
So you guys aren't doing refunds for the rescheduling. Yeah. She's like, no refunds whatsoever. And then I was like, so what happens if October gets canceled? And then she was like, well, then we'll have to discuss what we can do. Um, she's like, I don't know if it's just going to roll over to the following year. but no. Stupid bitch. <laughs> so then I was like, the very next day after I called, that's when they sent the emails out saying like, we can't wait to see you guys in October. It's not going to happen in October. And then Scott and I were texting. I, I think was like, something Dude. is still scheduled for October though. It is scheduled. Something at EDC or oh. something is still. Oh, oh EDC I mean, might I bet happen. the festivals are still scheduled, but I don't know if they're going to happen. Yeah, you don't, you don't know. We'll, we'll see. They I don't know said- if I just want to go though. I mean, yeah, it would feel weird I going. Feel, I know. I until feel we get in such, you're in such a crowded area. I think we have to be at least two months comfortable of going out because going out with people, you already, we're already in that mindset right now where I'm like, I see someone, I'm six feet away from them. Yeah. I don't want to be near anyone. I don't like. I feel weird. You have to be two months of some sort of normalcy for yeah. it to still be like okay. Yeah, but I mean, you know what? We're in control of crowds. It's literally. Yeah. A cesspool of people. It was yeah. a, it's the Ill most people we ever. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we're, we're going home and our back to our RV and we're in that crowd. That Your line. immune system is destroyed. Yeah, and you're, you're fucking, it's 3 a.m. and you're on Molly. Yeah, you, your immune oh. system is destroyed. I'm not. But people are. You're traveling, you're not sleeping, you're not getting full A, you're not eating the best. <laughs> you're destroyed. You're on Molly? And on that, yeah, you're, you're done. You're dead. So if we were to have like a wedding of like fifty people, would you not go? Would I not go? So then you know I would go if you had a Start billion a people there. I'd be in the middle, spit in my mouth. That's what I would tell everybody. I don't care. This is my friend's wedding. Um, yeah, of course I would go with the wedding. That's different though than uh, one hundred and fifty. How many people are at Coachella? One hundred and fifty thousand. I'm sure 000 so people. many people got. Re- um, Remember last year they all had herpes. Everyone got herpes last year. Fake news. Is it fake news? Yeah. Why would they just... Facebook news. Yeah. Why would who, they who spread would admit, that rumor? Who would admit... Yeah, I got herpes. <laughs> yeah, nobody's going to admit no that. Gonna say yeah, that. It's fake news for sure. No, but babe, still, I mean, I think... I'm sure people did. I, did. I mean, I bet search. someone got herpes, but I don't... One person, yeah. Crowd. It's not a whole pandemic of it. Ooh. Sorry, peanut juice. Hey, Bernal, thank you for having me. Congratulations on this podcast. Congratulations to you. No, thank you for being my best bud in the world. Oh, thank thank you. you for those nice words you said in the beginning of the podcast. Oh, Suze, you're awesome. Yeah, yeah. We'll go back to normal. <laughs> for all, we're going to the Raider game. Listeners, <laughs> keep listening. This guy is the man. This guy is an artistic talent. This oh. guy is growing more than ever. Just support him. Some things are buy no, his <laughs> Buy his art with the people with no faces. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> keep it up you guys are doing great thanks for listening thanks guys uh someday it'll all make sense will it <laughs> we'll see